Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and Tim Hannon. What's up, gentlemen? Hello. Hello. Kyle, for me, it's the direct eye contact with the camera. Like, if you're listening to this on the on the podcast side of things i encourage you to watch the youtube video like it's just a late night eye contact it's great it's good it's, it's important it's important it to, to look it's people people have a tendency to like look at the pictures yeah. on the computer when they're doing okay. zoom or something like that you have to look you got to look directly into the camera lens otherwise it's going to look weird it's true yeah mm. See, I look all over the place. My eyes are everywhere when I when I record <laughs> these. <laughs> but I'm like a, you know, a puppy after a shiny object. So it's it's just how I deal. Anyways, so we're here. We uh, we're recording late this week, but that's okay. We're gonna put this out. This will be Wednesday when you guys see this. Yeah, that's so, that's my bad. Uh, it's life's bad. Kids get sick. Yeah, life life got in the way. That's all right. Yep, it's all right. It's all. But we're here now. I'm only slightly mad. (laughs) (laughs) Too much, too much bag robot. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I just didn't even say anything to my locals today when they were asking for the head count for who's playing Legion tonight. It was like. Not you know what? Because that means you're you're a real trooper, and I mean that in every way that I can. You <laughs> you surrender your free time and your happiness for this business. And you know what? If there was more like you on the staff, we'd be millionaires <laughs> by now. Give yourself give yourself a pat on the back, Tim. Yeah, go ahead, pat that back. Do it. Yeah, there you go, pal. Uh, that was really more of a shoulder, but we'll. Uh, yeah, well, listen, I don't like giving compliments to myself, so that's fine. Okay, I don't think he could reach his back that's... even if he wanted to. That's see, that's the spirit. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Make it hurt with that's those good. little T Rex arms. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we're here. So's Tim. Yes. <laughs> Listen, part of being an adult is realizing none of your time is actually free anyway, so who cares? It's... That's true. There's no such thing. Uh, do you know how much that crushes my soul? My entire yes. life, my entire life, yes. I've been trying to be free. That's all I've ever wanted. I, I have a problem with authority. I have a problem <laughs> with people telling me what to do. My entire life I've had this. To realize I'm the most free I could ever be and I'm still not free. Oh, it's just it's just upsetting in so many ways. <laughs> so what you do with that lack of freedom that counts. It's fine. Uh. <laughs> Man, a real downer to start the episode. This, you know, I'm never going to be free, boys. And that's okay. It's not okay. I'm very <laughs> upset by this. We all have a prison of our own making. <laughs> I, was just, I was curious. I was like, let's see if he's going to keep digging down this philosophy hole and just keep on going. It's fine. Just maybe, gonna... we should, maybe we should talk about allocating free time today, hobby time. <laughs> you guys is. go ahead and do that. I'm just going to stare into the <laughs> void that is my future. <laughs> you know what else is the future? 
Stormtide. There you go. Uh, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was. I gave you this. I need to listen. Silver yeah. platter. Silver Thanks platter. for the transition. You need a little. Yeah. <laughs> we need to work on that. But all right. I'm doing my part. Well, yeah. we were going to do it a different <laughs> way, but okay. <laughs> Can we start over and just you do your transition, Jay? Because yeah, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> our topics for today are uh, existential dread. And... Yeah, existential dread. Spending your hobby time wisely, and I don't mean yes. painting, but the time you have allocated towards gaming. And uh, we're going to talk about Stormtide as well. So let's let's. Uh, the reason we got onto this hobby topic was uh tim and i were telling kyle that we we went to our, our local store millennium games and uh we were walking up and down the aisles going boy that game looks great if only i had time to play it <laughs> yeah. um and we probably said that a hundred times and then we talked about the games at length and then walked out with none of them and so yeah, so that's discipline. You... That's good discipline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how do you make decisions on like what what to you know? I think we mainline Legion, all of us. But then, yeah, what do you do after that? I think, I think it is important to have a mainline because otherwise you're never going to have anything. Not even that you're going to be good at, but just like, just something that you can just go to as like your comfort. Right, like you want to have that baseline that you can go up from. Um, for a long time, for me, it was X-wing, and then it became Legion, which then helped open the doors to other things. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think after that main one, I think you have you. For me, I branch out into things that are similar but different. So like, there's certain like good case in point would be uh, uh, Warhammer, but more specifically, AOS. Right, like I have small aos army i don't have the time to play it which is a separate thing that we can get into but like i got into it because it is similar to legion hits some of that same kind of vein but it also has a lot of different elements to it as well mm. so it's familiar but new at the same time yeah what about you kyle yeah i mean for me it's always a struggle to find time even for like clearly legion is my main line right but I'm kind of one of those people that uh, when it comes to gaming and hobbies, I go a mile deep instead of a mile wide. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I pick like one thing and then I just go like as all into it as possible. If it's something that, you know, clearly that one thing I pick is going to be something that I like or something that speaks to me. And um, it kind of like pushes everything else out to the extent that I mean, you know, I'm not just playing Legion, right? I'm the blog editor for a Legion blog. I'm talking about it for more than an hour every week. Uh, you know, it's like as <laughs> as in as possible as it is to be in, like I'm in, right? Yeah. Um, but it's also, there's a cost to that. And that cost is that it's hard to fit other stuff. Uh, you know, clearly I have, I have three kids, the oldest of which is six. So that's mm -hmm. obviously takes up a significant portion of my time. Um, I have a day job. <laughs> uh, so even like, and it's, it's unfortunate when, you know, like you guys said, I'm at the local store and it's like, man, that looks really cool. That's super fun. I would totally play that. I don't know when I would ever possibly do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I have, uh, I went to a friend's house months ago at this point. Um, 
to play Song of Ice and Fire. And his friend was mm. like selling his entire, you know, Night's Watch collection for like $200. It's like 500 bucks worth of models for less than 200 bucks. Uh, I played the game. I loved it. It was great. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. You know, you don't have to paint them. You can if you want. Um, it's it's very similar, you know, like you said, Tim, uh, having things that are kind of like familiar territory, I think is important. Yeah. It's very similar to Legion in terms of structure, like it's alternating activations, um, stuff like that. You know, the objectives. Uh, and like, I, I just, I really enjoyed it. I've always liked the Game of Thrones setting. Uh, it was super fun. You know, I got the army. I played the game. I'm like, this is amazing. This this game is great. I have not successfully played a game since, despite my best yeah. efforts. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just really difficult to it's a constant struggle to find time. I do manage to like find time occasionally for for board games because you mm -hmm. can some yeah. of those you can do like asynchronously. Mm -hmm. Um, like my friends and I, we have a basically it's like a war room. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one. It's like Axis and Allies on steroids. It takes okay. us like months to play a game, but basically, you know, you do a turn like, you know, it takes you like ten minutes, but you you do a turn like once every few days, basically. Um, and then eventually you finish. <laughs> but the asynchronous stuff is a nice way to like kind of break it up. Yeah, you know where normally like you need six to eight hours to play a board game like this, you can yeah you know, kind of get yeah. that get that fix. It's not as good as the real thing, but yeah, I you know for me I find like because Legion takes so long that my taste for long lasting thing like games is lower like i don't i'm not as interested and so yeah i think like board like one-off board games like they are going to take like an hour or something you know i'm i'm going to be honest with you guys i am um i'm in real trouble with mcp um like I, as in you like you really enjoy it yeah, yeah he really likes it yeah because we were I'm, talking about this on saturday i'm <laughs> like obsessed with it i'm obsessed yeah. and that's, that's that's fine but I'm doing the same trouble. I'm doing kind of what you said, Kyle, where I'm I'm going a mile deep and in which is I've picked an affiliation. I picked the Avengers. I'm only playing Avengers. I'm not like because in MCP you could put anybody like together yeah. and you're I'm not doing that. I just picked if if it's a character that's affiliated with the Avengers and the Avengers affiliation list, that's what I'm playing. I've picked uh, about 12 to 15 that I'm going to like rotate through and, and I'm fully painting them and I'm getting everything ready. And, and I'm, I'm like dedicating to just those, you know, which for lead, right? Like 15 models is nothing. Nothing. nothing yeah. Well, that's um, what I was going to say. They're, was they're, like, they're super detailed. Yeah. You know, it's not like painting yeah. 15 oh. stormtroopers. No, yeah, but I find it goes true. fast. It's faster because you're like purpose driven. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and instead of being like, Oh, I've got to do this 20 more times. Like, oh God. Uh, okay. I don't think I can like paint white armor 20 more times, you know, but I could paint Hulk and I can paint She Hulk and then I can yeah. paint Falcon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's like, yeah. it's just more interesting. Um, yeah. The models are beautiful. I really like the game. Um, yeah. So I think that like generally I'd be playing a bunch of different stuff. You know, I play Onslaught, but like that's a quick game. And there's no painting, so like, oh, yeah, so true, so true. <laughs> Time to That's, table. That was such really a selling easy. point for me. Yeah. You have no idea. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, easy, no problem. 
Yeah. And so, so, um, and right now I'm in a holding pattern, honestly, with Legion. Um, I've, I've kind of talked about this on other podcasts, yeah. but I'm not really going to play anything until Ewoks come out. I'm waiting for Ewoks. <laughs> I'm going to get them all. I'm going to paint them all up and then I'll play again, but I'm just waiting for them because I don't know how it is for everyone else, but I get burnt out easily with legion nowadays just because of everything else we have going on and so i need to be careful and choosy what i dedicate myself to in in the legion sphere um yeah and i think ewoks i'm hoping based on what we've seen so far i think it's right but i think they're going to be fun and that's kind of what i need in legion in order to keep me <laughs> not burnt out i guess or you know, I was gonna say interested, but I'm interested either way. It's just keep my energy I, up. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get more burnt out after Worlds, and I think Kyle, you've talked about this before, but like, I thought for sure that I was just gonna be like, all right, I'm done. I'm stepping away for a while. But for whatever reason, very unexpectedly, like Worlds really like energized me. It's like, okay, cool, like that's done, and now we have a fresh slate. Like, boom. Even though, yeah. like, I guess tournament season hasn't officially started yet, but whatever. Like, you're getting ready. But like, it's just, I think there's a lot of things that are viable. Of course, there's some things that are stronger than others. Sure, sure, sure. But like, yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited for it. But I see where you're coming from, too. Yeah, Um. I don't know. It. I don't think it's a, it's a, it's not a knock on the game or the game state. It's just yeah. my own. Yeah like reluctance towards lists that are you know available to me right now and that's fair you know sure. i just keep going back to double atst like i'm like oh if i was gonna play this weekend what would i play in double atst that like i wouldn't play i wouldn't even attempt to play anything else and so <laughs> um yeah so i'm just kind of waiting for ewoks because i think they're gonna scratch that itch that i've had for legion for missing in legion for a while which is like the fun chaotic you know there isn't as much of that in legion as you really are born to be an orc player like you oh really yeah, yeah 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 like yeah you're, you're, you're... Uh, that's all all i've ever been like literally orcs any... and goblins man yeah. that's you yeah that's it that's like it. every game we like malifo we were playing that and i went right to the gremlins like because they're of like course. little goblin looking things that are yep. riding roosters and yep. like doing crazy shit like yeah and uh yeah any game where there's insanity be to be had that's that's where yeah. i'm at well and like that fits for mcp though right because like mcp yeah. has a like literally throwing terrain i don't know of a whole lot of other games yep. that you can throw terrain and like change the board state that much and I, I like MCP a lot. Too. I just haven't. Yeah. And, and, much, and I but... think the thing that we talked about this last week with Evan, but the thing that Evan and Kyle dislike about MCP, which is the randomness of the dice. That's one of my favorite parts of it is it's because it's just pure chaos. And so um, I like that a lot. I go back and forth on dice, even for Legion. I That's my biggest hang up for Legion sometimes is that you can do everything right and still lose. Okay, we started. I mean, you maybe. Yes, me very yeah. much so. Very but the much rest so. I of look us... at all the, I look at all the statistical averages that my dice should be rolling, and they roll none of it. I just go, okay, okay. I don't even think about statistics or averages when I roll for a legion. I just roll, man, and just let let the world be what it is. I I think there's definitely 
I mean, I don't want to turn this into a discussion of luck. Oh uh, yeah, do it. You won't. <laughs> mostly because we've talked about this before, somewhat recently, yeah. I think. I think there are definitely situations with Legion where you can play as well or slightly better than your opponent and still lose because of dice. Um, I don't think... I guess it's possible. I have never seen a situation where you can you know do everything right so to speak play a perfect game and still lose because of dice um because legion has enough ways to uh make it so that like you can control those variables yeah in ways that are more predictable that said i have also never seen anyone play a perfect game you know that's not like that's a reasonable yeah. expectation but yeah. i think if you made like every decision in the most optimal way possible with the benefit of perfect hindsight, I think you would win every game. That's fair. I've never seen yeah. anybody do that. I've never right, seen right, anyone right. even come close. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I, yeah. Do you think, okay, let me ask you this because I, in, in some cases, there's definitely the most optimal move. Or, or not move as in move, but move as in tactic, right? There, but I think Legion, maybe half the time, I was going to say a majority, but maybe half the time, I don't know that there's an always an optimal move. There's there's always usually like three moves or two moves that you could, you know what I mean, that you could be making that both would achieve success just differently. Uh, Kyle can probably speak to that better because he's more the stats guy than I am. But I'll just say, in my mind, one of the beautiful things about Legion is that there's so many variables at all the it's, time. It's so open-ended. There's just that, so many things you could do. And and that's part of the reason, I think, maybe that, you know, like I say that I've never seen anyone play a perfect game, is there's so, there's so many decision trees just all the time, constantly, that um, I think you could be an amazing Legion player and still, you know, only make the quote unquote right decision like 70% yeah. of the time. Yeah. Um, just because of how many variables there are all the time, everything's so open-ended, you know, your decision tree all the time is just very yeah. complicated. So it depends on um, your setting too. Like if you're not like, and again, we were talking about this over the weekend, like I was trying out Asajj. I really like, she's really cool. Um, I wanted to try something other than Empire right now. So she's very finicky, but she's really interesting. Uh, I'm, almost, I'm almost I'm almost done painting her. Oh, look at that! Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Mine is is mine glued together? No, nope, mine's Looking in the good. box still. Yeah, that's right. I use Padme as a proxy for Asajj, but I had all of Asajj's cards. Okay. <laughs> that, um, that's a bit of an odd proxy. You know what? It was a female, so I was like, boom, done. <laughs> yeah, but no uh, lightsaber. Trooper model. That's okay, good. that's <laughs> I guess you know. Yeah, um, but it was interesting because my opponent also had a Saj. It was a Saj AAT versus a Saj AAT. But we had the conversation of there's so many decisions that we could be making right now, and it, like it was really cool to have him such a almost mirror match, slightly different list, but it was really interesting in a practice setting because we could both really talk out our whole decision trees and all the choices. Uh, and like you said, like all the different branches you could go down of like, what if I did this? What if I did this? And like, there was one point where I dove with Asajj and I looked at him and I was like, listen, if we were in a tournament, I would not do this. Cause I don't think this is really the right call. Like, I think this is probably going to get me killed. 
but we're learning. We're having a good time. We're both learning how to play Asajj. I'm going to throw her out here, see what happens. And hey, she died. Now, she did take out three activations, but <laughs> it's like she didn't die for nothing. But uh, yeah, so I think it just depends on your setting, too. But yeah, that's one of the beautiful things. There's oh, sure. I, so, many, so many different ways it could go. I've definitely had practice games where, you know, I'm like, here's what I would normally do in this situation. You know, we both know that this is what I would do in this situation. Um, but that's not going to result in an outcome that is going to teach us anything. So how about we do this instead? You know, right. Uh, right. Like I've totally done that in practice games. Yeah. 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 I think that's, I, I, this is another topic we weren't planning on doing, but that, I think that's a great, like, you don't owe it, you know, winning the game isn't always winning. Like, the, you know the small battle isn't winning the war all the time right and so when you're playing someone at your local store or your buddy or something you don't have to be victorious in that game to walk away with lessons right sometimes it's about you know and Evan and I do it all the time where I'm just like yeah this is stupid but let's see what happens and just, you know and you just you just do something crazy because you're like I don't know maybe this will spark some sort of feedback loop you know that we can get yeah. out of this and so yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the best things you can do, right? It's just go, you know, and that's I did that with Luke, Op Luke, when I first started playing him. I'm like, I just started throwing him at stuff like during practice yeah. games because it's just like, well, let's let's see how tough he really is, you know? <laughs> let's go. Well, and especially when you're doing, I mean, Kyle, you touched on this before, like when you're doing what we do, where you're doing either blog posts and shows, and like you're you're talking about Legion so much, which is side note. I do think it's really funny when someone's like, oh, so you like to play like Legion a little bit. Like you don't understand, not to say that I'm not good, but like you don't understand how much of my life has been unfortunately just consumed by this. And we could just talk for hours. Like I could spend my whole work day because coworkers will ask me sometimes about it. I'm like, you, you need a appetizer for what's going on in the back of my mind. Cause there's at all times I'm thinking of what list could I build? But anyway, it's not, it's not great. It's not always good. That's okay. But um I think, yeah, in those moments of using those losses to, or maybe even a win, but, you know, close wins or something like that, but using that to fuel the theory crafting and the, just the speculation, really, like, sometimes of what's good, what's bad, like, I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said for the importance of having a good local scene, even if only, like, a couple of them want to go out to big tournaments and stuff like that. That's perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. And that should be championed because that's where you're going to do a lot of learning. Not so much at the tournaments. Tournaments is where you're going to like maybe like fine tune it, but yeah. yeah. You need a good local scene. Yeah. I'm, I'm finding it hard to find the thread to our next topic, but well, whatever. I'll just bulldoze it in. That's right. So here we are. We're at the next just, topic. Just kicking the door. Just, you know, hire an agency <laughs> yeah. to kick in that door. Yeah. Speaking right. of storm time. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> so, well, I think this goes along the line of playing Legion and playing in different ways and finding time for other stuff. So for those of you who have been listening for a while, we've been doing Stormtide for, it'll be two years coming up this, this summer. Um, 
And, you know, originally it started as this focused narrative campaign that was about these two ships. They get, you know, sucked into some sort of wormhole and they get pulled out of the Star Wars galaxy into our non-IP infringing galaxy. And so, um, you know, that story has been going on. And last month, it find that story finally ended. And a lot of the focus... Uh, you know, I think originally when we did this, we were dipping our toes into RPG territory a little bit with we had some like minor skill trees that you could build your commander through and just like build out your commander how you wanted to. Um, you could choose a battle force. That's right. We had battle forces way before they were cool and hip. Uh, and uh, just saying, you know, maybe they stole some stuff from us. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we had battle forces that had different units you could have in quantities, so just like shocker shocker just like the ones that are out now um but and then we just had this kind of narrative thread that that went through but the thing that always um i've always wanted to do was go deeper into that because it was a story about two commanders that we kind of were dictating their story and you were it was just kind of like an insert name here kind of you know but you're not really going to have a lot of choices about how this story's going you know it's it's just basically we have a narrative that we're writing and you're kind of you know uh, adding to it and so um starting this month we we're starting a whole new version of stormtide and um we're i'm going deep into rpg territory um so one of the the cool things is um, there's a couple different things going on in Stormtide, but basically you're using your Legion uh, uh, units, anything you have available, you can mix and match factions and whatever. So so you're basically gonna be on these missions in these different solar systems that we've created in our universe, and you get called in for some something going on. And uh, you can, you're basically the admiral of like the the fleet and the ship and all this stuff. And you're, you are kind of setting up the battlefields and that sort of thing. But you also have the ability to have characters that you start, they actually all start as a personnel in like whatever units have personnel units so core some of the special forces so you can start off as a special as a as a personnel and you have to level up and earn your way up to commander if you want to be a commander um so you go from personnel to heavy to operative to commander um and you you have to earn experience points so basically what's happening now is in missions what we did in the old storm tide was you would earn victory points depending on what's going on, you know, uh, conditions. Some some object or objectives in some conditions would would grant you victory points, and then you spent those victory points leveling up your commander. Right. Well, this time you still have victory points for conditions and objectives and stuff, but those victory points are for the admiral to spend on the next mission. So, like the next mission, you might need to like readjust the battlefield 
the deployment so you can spend victory points to get a to like readjust your deployment area or you you know the the particular mission says you can only have two special forces and you want to have a third well you could spend victory points to add a different unit of any unit type into that mission depending on the missions right so that's that's how you would spend victory points now you your individual character if they're let's say they're in a stormtrooper unit as a personnel right they have opportunity to earn experience through different stuff like so it could be just completing the battle you could earn some experience points uh defeating a unit or or contributing to over 50 percent of a unit being depleted would get you experience points you know the uh, holding an objective gets you an experience points that sort of thing Here's where it gets crazy. I have introduced permadeath into this. So that character that you so lovingly have been building up can die. Uh, just like any other RPG system. I was uh, say, you've just been building this all up so you could TPK people. So I, yeah, so I could <laughs> yeah. kill people. Um, no, but that's, so that's the thing. So, that experience points that you're earning to in order to upgrade and go down these skill trees uh yeah you're gonna need that to also keep you to revive yourself and so at each levels you can only revive so many times so even as a commander if you've died in like four battles and you've revived yourself if you die again gone um and so i'm very excited about that um let's see what else um in addition oh oh this is cool so with that with your character we now are introducing species um so if you play if you play rpg rpgs you know you have like classes and then you know and then mm -hmm. your 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 race or species so so we're doing species so you you the first thing you do is you pick what species your character is and they get species bonuses uh towards their skill trees or whatever so so we have seven different species um and then we also have i believe it's hold on let me load it up here so we have one two three four five six six different classes and class skill trees and so actually what i'm gonna do here this is for you tim don't don't tell anybody I did this though. But uh don't okay, tell my our little secret. Don't tell my boss. Uh hold on. I'm gonna share this. I All right. Rachel listens, so you're okay. Yeah. So for those of you uh listening, I'm we're on the YouTube and I'm showing off the new Stormtie Codex. And what we're looking at now is the skill tree of the Lamplighter class. This is one of six classes. And uh, as you can see, uh, you I feel like I am now truly in a work call now because now yeah. you shared your screen. Now yes. it's... That's correct. Yeah, we're on Zoom. This is uh, yeah, we're on yeah. Zoom. You're sharing your screen. Like, yeah. it's, if you'd like my report by the morning, it's fine. Yeah, aren't no. you so happy that you uh, skipped your Legion night for this? The answer is yes. This and is so, also my Legion night. They're all Legion nights, but can anyway. Here so, so anyways, every night, every night is Legion night. That's right. So when you can't sleep without <laughs> thinking about Legion, every night's Legion. Every night's night. Yeah, I did. Uh, when it haunts dream. your dreams. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, all this haunts my dreams. 
so so basically uh when you select a class you can follow two of these skill trees um sure. and as soon as you spend the experience points to like like for instance if we're looking at this red one here you have take cover one and then take cover two which you would add to your character right once you make it to take cover two if one of your skill trees goes to the second level you then become a heavy and so you could see some health changes and courage changes then you also have your points value and then weapons unlock uh that's pretty interesting so not only do we have uh class skill trees like this but you can also custom build weapons so we basically like have uh you get like a starter like it starts at a certain spot for the for the weapon and you can add more dice you can upgrade to have like spots to add dice you can get upgrades that follow like critical trees. So you can get critical one, two, or three, pierce one, two, or three. And this all costs experience points and then also adds points to your build out when you're building your list. Um, so like here's some more of the ranged weapons. Uh, so so these are all journeymen uh, because these are like the starter weapons. But when you're going to certain, uh, this is the cool part. So during missions, you're actually going to different solar systems. They're going to have outposts and you can go to their store and you can actually buy more weapons. Uh, we also have cybernetics and enhancements. Uh, so, so like, for instance, you can get in a strength enhancement for five XP. It adds three points to your character and you can add one white die to all you add one white die to all your melee attacks. This is really cool. So, so not, uh, there's a, so it's a deep, deep RPG. So then like, you know, know that's what I was just thinking. I was like, this is a lot, but in a good way. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. good thing. And so, you know, there's all kinds of different, uh, uh, buffs and, and stuff, you know, he like, here's some of the melee, the melee weapons. We have Vibra blades, uh, and laser swords, obviously. Um, and so like, yeah, so you can upgrade and then basically these these like symbols here are these different instead of XP or VP in order to build out your weapon, you actually need resource gems, which are things you can find during missions. So like you could you could potentially you have to go find like the materials in these different solar systems in order to upgrade your weapons dice profile. So let me. Because now I'm curious with keeping track of all of this as well. So are you still, when you're talking about doing missions and things like that, yep. is that still taking place on a miniatures-esque tabletop yep. still? Or is this more sitting? Okay. okay. Yeah. So so all the missions is basically a Legion game. Okay. So you're just building up your character. You're playing a Legion game. And you're keeping track of XP and VP that you earned during that. And then you're spending that to either build out your character or okay. potentially to change the uh, the next mission. And each yeah. mission will give you options of how you could potentially change the mission. Like, okay. oh, you could pick gotcha. this deployment zone instead of the one that we have on here. Or you could you sure, can, sure. You know, add a unit of your choice to rank type to your of your yeah, choice. Yeah, because you've upgraded your commander, so now you have the ability to pick a new deployment or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Sure. 
And so, yeah, so you're running characters, you're you're visiting um, new galaxy. It's our galaxy now. And you're visiting yeah. these new solar systems. They have deep backstories to these solar systems. Um, you should call it the fifth galaxy, please. Yeah. Just... <laughs> um, but every time you go to, so, so, for instance, there this first one that's coming out at the end of the week, we'll be mailing it out to people who have signed up. And if you sign up, whenever you sign up, you'll get access to it. Oh, and the cool thing is, too, you don't have to worry about going backwards because everything except for like individual cards or like special things in the box, we're making available to you digitally. So as mm. soon as you sign nice. up, you, you have access to all the past stuff. So nice. you'll always be able to catch up. This might sound silly, but as yep. someone who loves a good RPG, and I know I use my iPad religiously for such things, can you just like download on your iPad and like write yeah. on write it on your? Okay, cool, cool, cool. So sometimes so, some files have problems with that. So that's why yeah. I so basically, what I'm gonna do is uh, there instead of uh, like a card, a unit card, right? You're gonna you're gonna need a character sheet um, because it's a lot. Uh, and I'm gonna, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm gonna load this up right now so we can take a look at this too. But basically, this the character sheet will also be available digitally. And what I'm gonna do is make it so that it's it's you can fill it out. Um, so if you like mm. you said, if you want to keep it on your iPad, you'd be able to just like go ahead yeah, and yeah. fill fill out all this information. So oh, so you know. I dig it. This keeps track of your XP for you, what your current role is, whether you're personnel, heavy, you know, operative or commander, your name, uh, how many points you're worth, right? Because it's still this building for Legion, so you still need to sure. like have a point value. Um, what your class is, what your species is, how many times you revived, uh, so that you can keep track of that. Uh, you can upgrade your defense dice for four XP. Whoa. Um I'd pay that immediately. Yep. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, yeah, you could. Is, is, but what happens if you die and you need those XP? Uh, so, I won't die as much because I have better defense dice. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so um, upgrade slots. What upgrades you have? Slots you have. You could put. You know, health and courage and speed can are all variable because depending on what class and what upgrades and enhancements you have. Sure. Uh, you keep a track of what branches skills that you have so you keep track of all that here um and then cybernetics and enhancements so a lot of these we're going to offer in cards but like you know there may be some that you need to put the name and what what it does for you and then you have of course a beginner's pistol and beginner's uh training for for fighting and they're both one white die just because we want you to get those weapons and then on the back of your character sheets, the admiral's log. So you're keeping track of your mission, whether you won or lost, how much VP you collected, and then what gems were collected. Okay, so, I'm glad you showed that because that's what I was thinking of too. Is like, how in the heck am I keeping track of all this? Yeah, stuff? it's all okay. on this one sheet. Nice, and then nice, actually, okay. I even have on here how you can write how much you spent and what your new total is, so that you're you're making sure you're keeping track of all that. That's yeah, cool. I'm. Uh, I think I'm, that super excited about this now here's my real meta question for you how do you come up with species names because i can't come up with names for their life of me yeah so um <laughs> we you know we just made up words um i, I think mean, all words are made up like yes. like any like any good rpg you just 
make them up on the fly. Yeah. So actually, right, exactly, we, yeah. we have a writer, uh, Matt, who who does some of the writing for us for Stormtide. Um, and so he actually created them based off of things he was connecting them to in our actual real world. And so... <laughs> I'm notoriously bad in any RPG I ever play. If, if I need to name something random, even if it's myself, like looking around, be like, uh, fan ter Mick, my Mike, Fanter Mike. There we go. Done. I did it. There we go. I've made it, made a new name. That's so it. these are actually some of the species. And like what they do is they add. So they'll have a species bonus and then a class bonus. So the species bonus is basically a bonus you just get for being that species. And then the class bonus is if you are that species and then choose that a class, the corresponding class, you then get that bonus as well. So like, for instance, the Acronians here, uh, their, their first species bonus is called Radiant. And while they're performing melee attack, they add one black attack die to your attack pool. Um, their class bonus is for the emissary class, and if you choose the emissary class, you gain low profile. So, and we have, uh, yeah, seven different species. Excuse you, go back to the gorilla, man. I wasn't done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're good. <laughs> that's, um, some, that's, that's some perfectly quaffed gorilla hair right there. Yeah, it really is. Say. Yeah, that's yeah. automatically I know what I'm doing. That's, yeah. that's, we're done. <laughs> um, yeah, and so they all have different stuff. The droid one is really cool. Droid one's my favorite uh, because he kind of breaks the game a little bit, uh, which I think is interesting. So normally when you're choosing your class skill trees, you can only choose two branches. Uh, the droids let you, uh, when you're beginning, you could choose an additional path to follow. So you could choose three paths, uh, which is super cool. And then also when as a class bonus for all classes, you gain an additional XP point when choosing your class. So when you start a new character, you, you just get one XP point to get started so that you can at least pick one skill on the skill tree. Uh, but the droids give you two, which is pretty neat. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's funny because normally most games you see uh the humans are like the the multi-skill point kind of people. So it's interesting to see a different take on that. No, like so that. uh we made the humans kind of bad guys. Uh so humans have yeah. notorious, which is they gain bounty. And then if they choose the artificer class, they pay half the XP cost for pistol and rifle builds. Yeah. So, sure. so they're kind yeah. of like the wartime. Uh yeah, and so so somebody asked me to do this but i'm not going to they're like hey could you tell us like what each one of these classes is supposed to be in the star wars world and no no because i'm <laughs> staying away from that um well and that'd be kind of boring too if there was like a one-to-one -one, right yeah you know, and there right? there isn't they're kind of over i mean the only one that you can kind of pick pick up on is uh is the Gale, the Galar class because they have Master of Powers. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, I'm really, really excited about that. Um so deep, deep into into the uh into the RPG side of things now, which is really cool. But I think that's in a good way that just completely yeah. changes so much of it yeah that makes it and it makes you more invested in it too you know 
Like you're not going to, that's not the kind of thing that you're just going to be throwing random lists around. Like, okay, like now you have your central figure that you're going to keep, keep bringing, keep running. Right. Yeah. Hmm. I take that. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, my goal too, with the whole digital thing is that like, you'll always have access to like an updated codex and rules. Mm. So, you know, we'll just, we're going to keep updating that. And like, I already have some things like we, we printed them already, but I already have some changes that I'm making, but because it's digital and you'll have access yeah. to it, it'll always be available. Um, and then we're going to, I'll probably do the blue text. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> as you should yeah as you should so yeah awesome that's really cool yeah i'm really excited about it you have to come over and we'll try some yeah <laughs> i think that'd be great yeah that's uh tim and i or uh, we're trying to like we were talking about like hey we need to have like a game night and we were but i was like we need to like force ourselves to pick yeah. To like do it and put it on the calendar because we keep we've been saying this since tim moved up like hey we gotta set up a game night but it's just like you know busy lives yeah yeah so well, we'll, we we're getting there we're close we said yeah. we we got a day of the week scheduled now we have to just figure out okay but but really which day like which right. friday is it gonna be yeah that's better but yeah, so if you're if you've been listening and this interests you, you could go to stormtide.thefifthtrooper.com. You can sign up. It's a monthly subscription. We have a digital version, which is all digital. We have the uh, monthly version, which you pay monthly, and you you get the printed box, and you get part digital. So it's like any of the important stuff, like the missions, the rules, that sort of stuff. You don't get any of the like special cards or like tokens or stuff that we put in the boxes. Um, and then quarterly, which you pay for the full quarter, and then we just ship it to you every month and you get a little bit of discount for that. So yeah, so it's available now. We're, we're heading into uh, the first one, um, we will still be shipping through for the next couple weeks. So like if you miss the shipping this week, like if you sign up next week, we'll still ship you the first box. I'm going to do that for a couple of weeks just to make sure everybody's caught up. But then after that, if you sign up after the next couple of weeks where it'll just be uh, you'll have access to box one digitally. So you'll be able to play and then you'll you'll get two when it comes out. Yeah. 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 I'm excited to see where that goes. That'd be cool. Me too. Yeah, one of my favorite games growing up was was Mordheim, which didn't have nearly as extensive of a progressive system as this one. But I just I always loved how like characters in that would kind of end up, whether you intended them to or not, kind of forging their own stories based on yeah. what happened to them and the choices that you made for them between battles. And this this definitely seems to hit that sort of aspect yeah i'm hoping you know because it, it's tricky because you have so many people doing it and because it's more static right it's not like a video game or it's not fully digital so you know we like having the story fit around the the players because i don't know the choices that they've made you know is is difficult at times but i'm really going to try with this new version to kind of do more of 
like before it was more of an insert your name here and then we told the story and I'm really looking to make this more like a choose your own adventure kind of idea with the story um, where it's like, hey, if you were part of this deal, the last mission, here's what happened to you and here's where this is going. Do you want to do this or do you want to do this? And then that'll give you a different, you know, a different path that you're kind of following. I mean, they're all static in one way or another because I they're pre-written but but you know hopefully it'll be a little bit different um as it progresses you know and and the neat thing about this one too is so like I said we we were almost doing I guess it was more like a year and seven months or eight months or something like that we we we'd been doing Stormtide that was one full continuous story so you just had to keep like like we said, you know, like I had a thing where it's season three or season two, you could hop in and we had a catch up mechanism, but it would just tell you what the story was like. You didn't really live the story. Well, this one we're going to it's like. More of like and I hate to say this in this way. Well, oh, no, I got a better way to say it. It's more like how Mando is where it's like, oh, I'm on this planet fighting this monster this week and i meet these cool people and maybe there's a tie-in to something i did before but maybe not you know and then it's just kind of these like i was gonna say star trek away missions because it's just like oh yeah Epis we, episodic yeah episodic we found this planet we do some stuff it may overreach like two episodes but it may only be one uh okay <laughs> and then we move on to the next place you know well and that's that's fun too which I mean, we could we could talk about all that, how that works out in yeah. movies and shows and stuff. But like in this context, it's fun too because you don't know or like. So for me, if I was playing it, because I don't know, because I'm not just playing it, it's really cool to go. I don't know three games of episodic games forward, right? And then all of a sudden, in this third game, there's a callback to three games ago. It's just yeah. it's a neat neat thing, and it feels like there's it's a different way to reward your players for playing through. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the interesting thing was with the old storm tide, we could kind of track, we had a QR tag and that was to finish the story to see what happened. Like when you won or lost or whatever. Well, when we did the numbers, it was like 8% of total storm tide players were actually even reading those. Like, so hardly anybody was actually like following the story anyways. And so it was like, okay, how can I tell a story without spending all my time on the story? Because, you know, no, and I get it right. Not everyone's out there for the story. They're just out there to play the game and they want a new way to play Legion. Right. And so I'm trying to fit both of those into one thing where it's like, Hey, if you want story and yeah, like Tim said, like, there could be a callback in like four missions to that to that first mission and people who aren't reading the story won't know, but it won't affect them and they can just keep playing. Uh, but people who are really digging, you know, the like figuring out what they're what the heck is going on or whatever, you know, that they'll they'll be able to to see that. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. I, I've got some really cool ideas about like the outpost stuff and basically after missions you'll be able to purchase stuff from the outpost to, to kind of either add to your army or add to your, your unit, you know, like a, like an RPG, like you go to the local store, right. And you, you, you 
buy up all the whatever you can get to to level up your character if you have enough gold or credits or whatever. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it sounds really fun. It yeah, I think I think it is. It's been a lot of work. So, I'm just glad it's, you know, finally finally coming out. Finally coming out. And this is how yeah, podcast. <laughs> I was just I was you know, you never know. Cody came out. That's what came out. <laughs> there you go. That was was that last week? I don't even know. I lost all track of Legion time. So last, last Friday. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm still working on Asajj, man. I don't even have time for he'll get there. He'll get there. Ewoks I think he's cool. bust. I'm pretty excited I mean, about Ewoks, actually. By the I'm... time I'm ready to focus again, probably Ewok time, yeah. I've been uh uh like sort of by osmosis getting back into 40k not the actual game but just like the lore because yeah. they um you know they came out with like the the lion model recently and i've i'm a dark angels player yes. or at least i was historically so mm. i'm like you know i'm like listening to the audiobook like i'm i'm it's super interesting to me I, there's no chance that i play the game because a i don't have time but b it's not very good <laughs> um but like I've been getting back into the lore and then it's also got me thinking about because I was I was also an orc player and then for fantasy like UJ and orcs and goblins player. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like that was so fun. Just kind of embracing the a little bit like self-aware craziness as like this is this is patently unserious and it's mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. also self-awarely unserious yeah um and it, like realizing how much i missed that and i feel like Ewoks might fill that fill that void for me a little bit so. that's why i like playing chaos man because chaos is just like let's let's add some extra arms and some spiky bits yeah why, why not evil yeah does he need or a not... mouth mouth where his kneecap should be i don't know who cares <laughs> knee mouth yeah yeah <laughs> But yeah, there's going to be moments now with Ewoks where you can stab someone in the knee. Like Ewoks yeah. with spears, you know, pointy sticks basically are going to do something important and relevant in a game. And it's going to be like, yeah. who knows? Yeah. And it's yeah. going to be like, yeah, those little tiny bears with spears just did yeah. this really important, crazy thing against somebody extremely serious. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. They just stabbed Darth Vader to death with sticks. Yeah. You know, something like that. I uh, I'm, I'm so excited to be mad at them. I'm gonna be so mad at them yeah. all the time. <laughs> so Kyle, when we went to that local store, uh -huh. I was uh, I go Tim. This is exactly what could get me into 40k, and it was the orcs, like little b car buggy that they. That was just like there's, there's just stuff. Like a, a just like, oh my god, yeah. Yeah. their stuff is is awesome. Yeah. yeah, it looks so good, and it's just completely crazy and like i said self-awarely unserious i mean they take gretchen which is like the 40k version of goblins basically they put them in a teleporter gun and then they shoot them at their enemies <laughs> like yeah i oh that, that just that just embodies you know how it works work 
their guns only work because they think that they will and so they do that was there was a i think it was a i think it was in total war there was one where like the goblins had a goblin catapult and you just yep you're just launching a goblin that is strapped to a rock and like piloting the rock and this is it's a no, one-way he has, trip he has wings on it's a doom diver catapult sorry that's right yeah, yeah. you're right you're right you're right the goblin has a one-way wings. trip they get a wings. one-way trip oh yeah, yeah. obviously yeah <laughs> it's, it's, but it's just and they just start screaming as they go in like ah! he has the time of his life immediately before his oh, death yeah. though yeah. oh absolutely yeah couldn't yeah. be happier yeah right so yeah yeah all right and that's well, on 40k <laughs> that's <laughs> we don't need to dwell on 40k that's a long way of saying that jay i am also excited for ewoks yeah <laughs> and you know what like i don't know i just if they are bad i might still play them <laughs> i think a lot of people are in that boat honestly i think a we'll lot see. of people just want to play them yeah we'll see I just I mean, want to live do... live for the meme. I want to see. I know it's weird because they're mercenaries or whatever, but I want to see like a Wookiee Ewok army. That seems possible. I, I guess think... we don't we don't know how exactly they're going to work because they're right, right. They're quote unquote mercenaries, but they also don't have any of the symbols that mercenaries have. So right, right. So that's why I I I, I, I pad that for right now. But if you can do it, I think it'd be really cool to see. It'd be really funny. Yeah, I'd probably hate it, but I'll still laugh at it. Uh, all right. Any uh, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Get Stormtide. Yeah. Get in. True. Join us. True. Do it. Join us and share pictures of of how you're equipping your people and and upgrading them and everything. Yeah. For real. Throw some hashtags in there. Make a hashtag. You know? Show show us your perfectly coiffed. Gorilla people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> I want to. See, every gorilla person should tag me and then let me know. I want to yeah. see. I want to see. You know, what? you could probably do some pretty good like AI generated character art now, with with the I correct bet. prompts. Like, like, dear yeah. AI, give me a perfectly coiffed gorilla with a laser gun, uh, with red hair. It's just an orangutan. It yeah, just becomes an orangutan right. from Planet of the Apes. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> but in space. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. All right. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, well, we are the notorious scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Jay, and I'm Tim. Stay fresh, cheese bags.